Welcome to A Fire Inside Out. I'm your host, Ben Hansen, joined by my other host, Jeff Cork. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Real good. Wait. We haven't done this in a while. You're still alive? Yes. Wow, that's shocking. Here (laughs) we are. Uh, New AFI news has been bubbling, and so we said, now's the time. We had, and get this, Cork, write this down. Okay. Two people reach out on Twitter and say, are you guys going to do a new episode of that podcast or what? And we said yes to the AFI mobile. The people have spoken because technically we can use the word people at that point, right? If it's that's right, two two persons. Uh, yes, the people have mumbled. <laughs> so we're here to cover the new Black Audio album "Beneath the Black Palms," which right. is odds. The full album's releasing August twenty first of this year. Mm-hmm. This is side A of "Beneath the Black Palms," so this is. A real side A piece of effort from a fire inside out and us gathering back around. But it's been a while. What do you think the last episode of this podcast we did was? Like when or what What was it? Was it a, one of the shows that we went to? Oh, boy. You think so? I don't know. I, I thought you knew the answer. I do. So it was August um, <laughs> and it was reviewing the last Black Audio album, which ah. was Only Things We Love, which apparently just came out last year. It feels like it's been a lifetime since I sat down it and really to Black does. Audio. Yeah, absolutely. So then your understanding then, because I saw the name of the album and I can't tell what's real anymore. Yeah, I get it, man. So this really is like sequenced. This is the first side of the album, as far as we can tell. Yes. Did you think that the album was just called Beneath the Black Palms Side A and it was more of an EP? I wouldn't put it past those two. Well, the amazing thing about this album overall is just the lack of promotion for it like going back trying to figure out what they've communicated about it it's basically been one tweet and one instagram update of like here you go here's some new black audio and it's Mm -hmm. kind of a cool move to drop it out the blue it didn't quite make a splash that taylor swift's latest album i was just gonna say they're doing a taylor swift (laughs) jade's like we gotta do one of these swifty moves um so it's a bizarre strategy overall but hey we're here to listen to it we're excited there are some folks on reddit that were excited about one half of a new black audio album but that's where we're at in 2020 we're so desperate for new uh entertainment uh that this is a five alarm fire for a fire inside out okay i've never just to be clear uh i'm not gonna say that i'm what you would call an ep head by any means that's but right. i've i've bought some eps in my day and i've listened to many eps yeah I don't think I've ever encountered one that was just one side of an upcoming album. That's a very strange way of doing it, in my opinion. Yeah. I think it's bad. But it's usually like what they'll do is it'll be like, here's one title, like one track from the album, maybe, or two. And then just some stuff, like some some demos or some other things are just like, hey, here's some other stuff too. Or like a remix of the song. Like, yeah, there's a lot of different ways you can do. It. I've never seen an album or an EP that does it this way, though. Well, this is the frustrating thing, and this is another reminder for why uh, Davy and Jade need to come on the show yes. so we can talk to them. Because it's frustrating they're not doing interviews to unpack why they released this album this way. Yeah. So I think that talking to us would be a very low pressure situation. So if you know when I, I was going to say if they're listening, I should say when they're listening. You guys should uh, talk to us because you don't have to get you don't have to get in a car or get makeup on or anything like this. We're all, we're in a, a, a post interaction world, so this yeah. is super easy. Yeah, absolutely. You can keep your screen on Zoom, pitch black, mm-hmm. keep the lights yeah. off. However, when we you talked like to it. Hunter, he he was in his car. 
talking to us. Yeah, that is high effort from the hunt dog, but he gave Absolutely. it to us. We really appreciated it. Um, yeah. But uh, Jeff Cork, a lot has changed since the last episode. We no longer work together. Um, it's true. I started a new site slash Patreon slash YouTube channel slash podcast network called MinMax, M-I-N-N-M-A-X, um, where we've been doing a new podcast that we probably should have told subscribers to this feed about a while ago. Oh, yeah. That oh, probably would have been... We could do better. Hey, look at that. Uh, so mm-hmm. our new podcast uh, is not about the band AFI. It's not about the Twilight Zone, which is our other podcast, Twilight Highlight Zone. Um, but we decided to zoom out and make it about life, baby. Mm, the real stuff. That's right. So the new podcast is called Better Quest. Uh, it is on MinMax's YouTube channel. And it is a show where every month we set a new personal goal for ourselves. And mm-hmm. the MinMax community calls in and sets goals for themselves. And then the start of every month, we check back in, see how we're all doing with it. Yeah, it's super fun. Yeah. And I would encourage more voices. Yes. So it is for calling in. We have to limit it just because the MinMax community is great, but uh, we don't want to be on the phone for uh, three days straight with the amount of people that would want to call in. Maybe that's... uh, Okay, maybe... How long do you think? If we said phone lines are completely open, we'd probably be sitting Mm -hmm. there for six hours? I'd say five. Okay, a tight five <laughs> hours. But so we keep it so you have to be at the $20 tier on Patreon to call in. Uh, but it's wonderful to hear those voices and the wonderful folks that call in to talk about uh, how they're making themselves better. And there's a lot of folks that are like, oh, I'm getting back into skateboarding. I'm learning how to paint. I'm learning Japanese. People are choosing some really fun, creative things. So our next episode mm-hmm. of that's going to be uh, next week, first week it's of true. August. And we'll. Recap how we're doing so far with our July goals and then also make new goals for August, which have you thought of your new goal yet, by the way? Absolutely not. (laughs) Nope. I've I've really I could go a number of different directions. God, do I swing big here? I've done two kind of mental ones so far for the months we've done it. Should I go for a physical one? There's a lot of different areas to to journey into, but I've got a lot of notes. There's one that there's one I was thinking about, but then I was like, this seems like entirely too much effort. So I'm going to scale it back a little bit. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Well, you know, what are you gonna? What are you waiting for? You're gonna die in a couple of years. Just go ahead and go for the big one. What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. So that's yeah, we'll see. You committing to going for the big one? No. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I was thinking about how my life has changed um, because of this album, and there's a very definitive change. Really? Tell me if this is fully insane, Jeff Cork. Okay. I listen to Spotify for the first time while listening to this album. Really? Yeah. I made, You're not a Spotify guy? Not a Spotify guy. I've always just been finding music other ways, and it's one of those things like, ah, I, I just assumed you had to pay for it. So I made a Spotify account just for this album. And am I cool? Am I unique? Or am I just really stupid for not having been listening to this for years? I don't listen on Spotify. So I think I, I have Google Play Music, which is like, Old old man Spotify. Oh, right. I'm Which, assuming. I don't know. They're also shutting it down, by the way. Did you know that? No. <laughs> I'm always the last to find out. It's just a service that I'm paying for. Why would they tell me? <laughs> well, but, maybe it's being incorporated into like YouTube music. It's a whole confusing thing. But I had a lot of stuff on Google Music as well. And it seems like now I'm in a queue to transfer all my stuff to YouTube music, which is not the most exciting thing. But you know what is exciting, Jeff Cork? What's that? Is YouTube... And specifically, a couple mm-hmm. of very fun videos that popped up on YouTube where it was our boys, Davey Havoc, Jade Puget, yeah? 
both separately did Instagram live videos where they went live on Instagram and then these videos just made their way to YouTube eventually for both of them. Yeah. Uh, unbelievably fun to see both of them interacting with their fans in that awkward, raw way. I'm not judging them. Like, it was fun to see them both be like, oh, I've never done this before. Oh, that chat's moving pretty fast. Like, to kind of catch them a little more unguarded in a different setting. It's not a studio yes. interview. It's not a press interview. It's just them trying to respond to a wall of questions. And it was surprisingly mm -hmm. revealing. Yeah. I think what I love about Mr. Havoc is his carefully cultivated persona that he's built up over the years. Yeah. Like, a... A huge performer. Right. And I think that to his credit, like we've seen him live a few times since doing this podcast. Both we saw Black Audio when they performed in the cities and then we saw an AFI show. And he gives it his all and he's super fun and he's like a well-oiled machine. But it, I can imagine that it would be fun to see him putting on reading glasses going, but the chat's going fast. <laughs> it is. And like, it's this fun realization of just, oh, he's just a really liberal dude living in california you know you expect some sort of rock god and then just seeing him like oh he just wants to talk about oat milk on his streams like, Man, that's cool <laughs> I, I love him even more seeing that side of him and i wish that they did yeah. more as far as i can tell i think they both only did one okay yeah but still fun to see them you know in the quarantine era trying to interact with their fans uh in they, the way that they can did they perform at all like <laughs> Did Jade have a guitar and was just like, here, check out this tasty lick or anything I was like gonna, that? I was going to send you a timestamp. There's something that really made me laugh in Jade's Instagram live where, you know, he'd been going for like 40 minutes and then he just goes, yeah, um, let's see, probably be wrapping up soon if anybody else has any other questions. And he like had a guitar in his lap that I wasn't even paying attention to. And it's like the funniest juxtaposition of his tone versus this wicked little solo that he does in the <laughs> Oh, you would love it. In that Jade one, I'll send you a link to it. Um, somebody asked him, like, hey, what's the story of you and that wall in Boise at that AFI concert back in 2000? <laughs> and he's like, what? And he's like, oh, yeah. Um, it doesn't seem like he's overly embarrassed about it, but he told the story about how at an AFI show in Boise in 2000, he's like, oh, you know, I was running all over the stage. I was really active back then. And I went to go kind of like, while I'm playing, to go like run up a wall and I went to run up it, and there was like a thin piece of drywall, and one of his feet went through the wall, and he said that then he was stuck, and he just had to keep playing while one of his feet oh, no. was stuck on the wall. It was just like a facade, like that Shockmaster video. <laughs> to wrestler. Oh, no. It's very fun. Uh, let's see. In that Jade video, he also said that he loves Pen15, which is a show I know you love. Oh, that show's fantastic, yeah. And somebody asked him what he'd been listening to recently, and he completely surprised me by, mm -hmm. of all albums, he talked about the Doom Eternal soundtrack and how much he's the enjoying Doom it. Doom Eternal soundtrack, interesting. The video game, isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah, he's a gamer boy. Hey, this guy's a real gamer boy. Yeah. Yeah. He named himself after the main character in Beyond Good and Evil, and it all <laughs> makes sense now. Um, but he also, you know, had some fun tidbits talking about how he learned to play guitar because in high school he had mono for a couple months. And then he's like, mm. oh, I need something to do. I guess I'll pick up a guitar. I was like, oh, I never heard that story before. But still that raw, you know, interview style lets him rapid fire through these little details of his life. And yeah. um, he talked about how much they love performing live. And that at this point, they do, they have finished writing a new AFI album. Oh, cool. They finished writing it and then Corona hit and they didn't want to release the album and not be able to tour with it. 
So he says, we were going to release it sooner rather than later, but now because of the virus, we're going to wait until we're actually able to tour and then release the new AFI album. But it's awesome to know that it's ready to go. Yeah. He, uh, he, I hope they remember how to play all those songs. Oh my gosh. I really hope so too, man. Did they write that down I hope somewhere? Oh crap. I hope they wrote that down. <laughs> um, but that's the recap of Jade Puget's Instagram live feed. <laughs> now let's move on to the main show. Davey yeah. Havoc's Instagram live feed. Um, no, it was, it was great overall. And there's an interesting detail in there where Davey in his uh, interview talked about how he wants to release a book of unused lyrics someday which hmm. is an idea I love, that he just has all these lyrics going back to the, the 90s and he just wants to release a book. Wouldn't it be fun just of every song he's ever written? Oh, weird. But just the unused ones, yeah. Yeah, or even just both. You know, it'd be fun to just page through it. I'm sure it'd be a fraction for the ones that are actually released. Yeah, what is a mini truck? <laughs> Wait, oh, it sucks. <laughs> Scramble it out. <laughs> uh, there's also a very funny moment in Davy Havocs where <laughs> somebody in the chat said like, oh, I thought you were married. And then Davey Havoc goes, you thought I was married? Who did you think I was married to? I bet they were gorgeous. <laughs> my favorite line. Oh my Lord. Was he all like dressed up and everything for uh, uh for I think Instagram he was just wearing or... like a sweater or something. He wasn't dressed yeah. to the nines and ready to go or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should we get to Beneath the Black Palms here? Beneath the Black Palms. Side A. Uh, What's your experience with this album, Jeff Cork? Well, it's, uh, there's only, what, five songs on it. Mm -hmm. And I think I listened to it in its entirety six or seven times. Wow, look, an expert. Yeah, I'm an expert. But that's pretty much the, <laughs> the beginning and the end of my expertise with it, really. It's, uh, it was a weird one. I, it took me a minute to get back into black audio. I think I was yeah. kind of like, I was in more of a just a traditional AFI kind of mood. Uh, that first song, Consort, it uh, probably musically one of the catchier tracks on there. And it was immediately it was like a bracing like, oh, yeah, this is black audio. Yeah, you got to remember. Make no mistake. Yep. Yep. Uh, I think Consort might be my favorite off the album. Mm -hmm. Let's uh, let's play a little bit from the beginning of Consort here. really want to play one of these games in like amplitude or some other music rhythm game oh. like the stuff in the background it seems very tempting yeah absolutely uh, so it seems like he's doing some wordplay with familiar too right like you look familiar and then i maybe i've been watching too much what we do in the shadows but then you think about like 
a, a vampire's familiar. Ah, uh, I think maybe you're too much into vampire lore. But I think I like this song. The album, I think, first half of the album, we should frame it as, is interesting because it. I feel like almost every song Davey is singing in a different way. It just mm-hmm. further cements the idea that Black Audio is just a really free and relatively cheap way for uh, Davey and Jade to kind of experiment and have fun. And I remember in for previous albums, I think Jade gave an interview where he talked about just how um, how nice it was with Black Audio to just create it and release it. And imagine during this time of quarantine, you know, it's been really liberating to be like, you know, we have all the equipment we need right now mm-hmm. in this house or with our houses combined, we can release this stuff. And I yeah. remember he said that he worried that some of the earlier Black Audio or even AFI might be a little bit overproduced, that he had so much time to tinker with it and add to it. And this just allows for a still complex sound, but just a quicker, cleaner sound to get out the door. And so, you know, I, last time we talked about Black Audio, I feel like we're in the camp of, hey, you know what? I'm glad they're having fun with it. I might be mm-hmm. done with them overall. I, I'm not champing at the bit for a new Black Audio album, but still listening to this, it's still fun to hear Davey experiment with his voice after this many years. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like to your to your point, it is it, it must be super fun, like you said, just to have like two guys that like working together and it's like, hey, we could do a thing. And it's just a lot faster, like you than to just like we gotta get the band together and coordinate with everyone's schedules and like take input from like what does this guy wanna do on this track? You know, we gotta all these emotions and feelings you probably have to take into account. Right. You can just say Hunter's like, name, two guys. that's fine. No, uh next song is zipper don't work i that one stopped me dead in my tracks like a <laughs> like a busted zipper like what is he's covered a lot of ground all right let, let's play it from the beginning zipper here. don't work is what it's called I wore your favorite dress As you went on about it I took it off to no digress Why must you make, you make me wait Why when there's so much to see What can I do for heaven's sake When will you move to touch me Isn't that a weird style for singing? I think this one would probably be the most fun to see them perform live. Do you think he's doing the robot through the entire song or just sections of it? Well, sometimes he's also miming a dress and like clutching himself, you know, hands on his shoulders crossed. Okay. Kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a lot of range with this one. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, this part here is really mm-hmm. interesting. Why must you 
I love that da 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 like the little like triumphant bit is so oh, weird. You know that when Jade plays that, he also like at the end like throws his hand in the air like it's a little like jazz flourish or something. Right. And this is going to be super fun to see live. And he's throwing his hand in the air for somebody backstage to come help him get out of the wall. There's a secret flagging <laughs> message. Yep. Uh, did you like Zipper Don't Work? Or was it just fun? I, I think it's fun. I don't think I like it. Like It's not <laughs> like I'm like... I think lyrically, the I I don't know what to do with it, you know. Right, right. There's a lot it of. It seems so. It seems so oddly specific to a guy talking about his relationship with someone, and but this time he wants work. to be focused on. It's not that early kind of more yeah. uncomfortable with sex and relationships era of of writing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1948 might be the most drastically different one on the album. Uh, let's play this one from the beginning here. Also, pop quiz, Jeff Cork. Yes, sir. 1948, weird mm-hmm. name. And I, I did a little research to try and figure out uh, how many AFI songs or Black Audio songs are numbers. Yeah. Okay, I want to make you guess any in particular, because I know it's been a while since you've gone through AFI's yeah. discography. How many songs do you think they've written with numbers as the title? Just just a number? A num- starting with a number. Starting with a number. Oh, um... Gosh, there's that. Uh, I will say four. Correct. Yeah. Very good. Uh, 17 Crimes, one of your favorites. Yep. Uh, Love that song. Three and a half, 37 millimeter, mm-hmm. one of my favorites, uh, and six to eight. Mm. Ooh, AFI trivia. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 1948. Here we go from the start. Yeah. it's such a relief when Davey hits that tone with the singing where it's like okay finally Davey's singing I can wrap yes. my mind around that I'm used to here because like just that weird slow this is kind of their uh, sexy song if you don't go that far kind of the uh, how would you describe it sultry yeah yeah absolutely and then it it gets confusing because you think ah uh, the year 1948 no it's the temperature 1948 degrees Fahrenheit that's why they call Davey Mr. Fahrenheit <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I am so confused about what's going on lyrically. <laughs> and the whispering of the run, everything here is just bizarre. Let's jump to later on in the song and get a taste of how it evolves.
little piano bit towards the end there is interesting. Mm-hmm. So let's throw that yeah. in there. It's uh, Blackout was all about experimenting, right? Yeah, absolutely. Have do you don't to your knowledge has Jade or uh, Mr. Havoc have they released a like an instrumental album? What a great question. Um, no, we talked about it on the last Black Audio uh-huh. episode, I believe, is how. I think a lot of the stuff would be really cool just without the vocals. No offense to Sir Davy Havoc. Yeah. But I think it can stand on its own in a lot of cases. I desperately want that. Because I think, like, musically, that's kind of, like, my big takeaway from this album. Yeah. Is, like, I really am into the, like, the moods that it sets with every track and everything. But just lyrically, it's it's either so obscure or so specific that I just can't gel with it, really. Right. Which I understand, like, a lot of his performance is about kind of keeping you at arm's length. And that's kind of, like, part of the fun of it, I guess, is, like, here's this uh, this performer guy who's kind of above it all or whatever. But at the same time, I think musically, like, when you said that, that Jade's been listening to the Doom Eternal soundtrack. Yeah. Like, I wonder if he's just like, I could do that. I bet he can. And I bet he is yeah. thinking that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would, it would rule too, I'm sure. Although to be fair, Davey Havoc singing over the Doom Eternal soundtrack also sounds like a project I would like to hear. They should reach out to Mick Gordon, make it happen. Yeah. I think everybody's on good terms over there. Um, so do you want to hear how they describe this album? Yeah. It'll really clear it up. This is, as far as I can tell, the only thing they've released, and it was must have been some statement when they sent it out. Um, <laughs> statement. Some official statement. Beneath the Black Palms, this is Davey Havoc. You can tell mm-hmm. from my voice. Beneath the Black Palms is an affirmation, exaltation, and momentary illumination of rich arcane shadows fortified by blinding and rapturous light. Also, have you, you tried oat milk? It's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they also say that it is musically a bird sister of only things we love. Sorry, Jeff Cork, you're giving me a look like you're not familiar with the phrase bird sister. Oh, I know. What I'm, I was wondering if you knew what it meant because <laughs> I want to hear what, how you would say that. Well, there's more to read, more to read. Um, our latest <laughs> record more deeply traverses our EBM and future pop roots while also extending into moods unheard from us before. I am deeply excited to have the opportunity to share it with all. Um, I wonder if bird... <laughs> Bird sister. Bird sister. I wonder if bird sister just means they wrote it around the same time or they see it as a companion piece. Cause I mean, it's not that long ago. They just made that last black audio album. Yeah. Well, let's unpack this. Yeah. Is it the fact that like birds are in eggs? So it could be like from the same clutch. But at the same time, sister implies that like they grew up together and they were like mm. nestling as little babies with fur. But the yeah. bird thing means that there's like a shell separating them ultimately. So maybe they're more separate while still connected. Is that what bird yeah. sister means? I'm sure that's an embarrassingly common phrase that we've somehow lived our entire lives without hearing. Um, maybe it's a regional California thing. Let's see. Oh, hang on. Yeah, there's a Twitter account <laughs> called Bird Sister. Let's see what she's saying. Um, Help. Oh, Obama tells you what he knows you want to hear. His goal is to make you feel good. He's a hustler. Trump tells you what you need to hear. So um, <laughs> I hope everyone learned what a bird sister is. Interesting. Oh, boy. Um, I think that the album art, before we get to the last two tracks here, 
mm-hmm. is really cool. Like I would love to own this vinyl. I think it looks awesome. Like I don't know if you've seen it, but just the the pink and black palm trees. Yeah, um, yeah, it's super cool. And I sent you a reminds link- me of Mr. Bungle's California album. Pull that one up, Mr. Bungle. Mr. Bungle California. Is this like a bird sister thing? Oh yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty much the same, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just a rough same idea. Strangely, it looks like a Corona commercial. Related? You tell me. Mm. Um, but I sent you a link to their official site and made you slowly scroll down it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, they, they've they like a, a mask that you can wear with a, like on an airplane. They've got a tank top and then a picture at the very bottom, a painting of the two. It. It's, of them. It's, it looks like a high school sketch of Damien uh-huh. Jane together. It's a really unique style. I would love to know who drew it, where it came from, yeah. what the story is. I love it. I'm glad it's not the album itself, but I love that they're like, here's some art of us. Yeah, why not? Hey, why not, man? Um, a Distant Light coming mm-hmm. at you from the top. <laughs> And upset the sun And we feel alright Till the final act was done The act was done So we left the house And we left the town Like the snow that fell The bridge and walls came down The walls came down Would you take me then leave A distant light, everybody. Uh, I like the bridge here later on. Between the snowflakes falling. In between the snowflakes falling. Let's listen to that again, that little bit. <laughs> like, that must be so fun to program, dial in, oh, however yeah. you want to phrase it. Yeah. Hiss is the last song on the first side of the album. Before I play it, did you have any high thoughts on Hiss? It's technically kind Hiss. of their single. They released the, the music, yeah. you know, a, a visualizer to go along with it. I would say of of all the songs on this EP, this one is the most, in my opinion, at least, reminiscent of AFI. Ooh. Like it's got a really like galloping, bouncy beat that really reminds me of uh, Miss Murder specifically. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's definitely intense, more intense than the other ones. Here we go. I was. This is probably my favorite song. Oh, okay, great.
Yeah, that part of the da 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 da. Mm-hmm. I, I'm upset that I did not connect it. It does. I mean, it would fit on December Underground super easily. Yeah, absolutely. It would slide right into that mix. Um, uh, sorry, Jade has mm-hmm. a description for Hiss. He said, "Hiss is a lovely slice of noisy darkness. Listen closely, and you can hear the susurration of the palms." Mm. Did you listen enough for that? I thought that was susurration of the palms, but I couldn't be sure. And, yeah, that makes sense. And just off the top of my head, of course, susurration is the whispering, murmuring, or rustling. So, yeah. There we go. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think there are statements on what these albums sound like? It's generated by an AI at this point, or is this coming from the heart? Yeah, an AFI. Yeah, for oh, sure. <laughs> damn it. Uh, hey, there it is. Uh an interesting slice of where they're at musically. It's going to be more fun, I think, mm-hmm. once the new AFI album releases, once uh, this great uh, global nightmare is over, yeah. to try and compare like how this juxtaposes with what they're writing for AFI. Like If this is completely different mm-hmm. or if they're in this general wheelhouse, because it always feels like yeah. throughout the history of AFI and Black Audio, they've kind of been getting further apart or closer together depending on the album release, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so obviously, hats off to them for releasing it, but we're ready for that new AFI music. We're ready for some new AFI. Jade sure. does play like half a second of the new AFI album in that Instagram live stream. So does if you he want, really? So if you want to hear a note, uh, yeah. you can go check it out. Honestly, Jeff Cork? Yeah. It's the greatest note I've ever heard. I'm excited to hear it. Please look forward to it. And real quick, if zipper don't work, rub a little paraffin on it. It'll... Make it work. Beautiful. Uh, let us know. You can uh, let us know on Twitter what you think of the album here. Uh, I'm at Yozetti, Y-O-Z-E-T-T-Y. Jeff Cork, what are you on that Twitter? Uh, G.I. Jeff. Perfect. And if you'd like mm-hmm. to hear uh, me, at least, and probably Jeff Cork at some time in the future, talk more about music with MinMax, uh, the new outlet that we made uh, last year. Um, we have a music podcast called Min Tracks, M-I-N-N-T-R-A-X, uh, hosted by the former host of the game, former show, Matt Helgeson, um, where it's always dueling album reviews. So bring on a guest every time. They pick an album for Matt Helgeson to review and vice versa. And so I was on there to talk about James Brown and Hamilton. I was on for those episodes, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of other great music episodes in that batch too. It is one of my favorite podcasts. Are you serious? Absolutely. I love it. I think it's so fun. I think Jason Daphnis, the producer, is like super knowledgeable about music theory. Yeah, and he and he can like get into it. Uh, you guys have had like, I say you guys, but uh, they've had like really great guests and great musical selections, and it's like I, I like being challenged to listen to things I ordinarily wouldn't, you know, that wouldn't do much for me, and to hear somebody's like passionate saying this is why I like it. It's not really what you see. I think calling it a dueling album review is like, does it a disservice because it isn't coming at it at like which one's better or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's more of a like explain your passion and I'm going to share my thoughts, why I was into this, why I noticed why I was listening to it. I think it's super great. Yeah. So my favorite go. thing on that episode or on the podcast in general, and hopefully they do more of it. Some guests are more into it than others, mm-hmm. but my favorite thing is finding with these two albums that you don't know are going to be selected ahead of time, mm-hmm. finding the commonalities between them. Yeah. Sometimes it is surprising, right? Like on the last mm-hmm. episode, uh, 
I love that Helgeson was just like, you know what? Let's just review Dark Side of the Moon. Here you go. Yeah. Uh, our our guest, uh, Justin Justice Harrison, review Dark Side of the Moon. And then Helgeson was reviewing uh, an album by Idea and Abilities. Mm-hmm. And then I love that Justice the Guest got into it about like, yeah, what are the connections here? And it turns out more are about just mental well-being than mm-hmm. they could expect. And that's like... That's the fun talk. That's the fun yeah. discussion is figuring out what yeah, those absolutely. connections are between these random like, two I, albums. I think another really good episode, we won't get too deep into it, but I think Kirk Hamilton uh, yeah. talks about Jeff Buckley, which is an artist that I have a vague appreciation for him, but I've never gotten into him in any way. And he was like so articulate about what he loved. I didn't walk away being like, I'm now like a huge Jeff Buckley fan at all, mm-hmm. but I like definitely have a better appreciation for him. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad you've been listening. That's good stuff. Um, And again, you can hear more of us, probably too much of us. uh, If you check out BetterQuest, go to MinMax's YouTube channel and you can check us out there. Let us know if you have any questions about how that whole thing operates. Um, Jeff Cork, let's do this again real soon. I love this weirdo little podcast. I love it too. It's so much fun to do. Okay, great. And thank you so much for listening, everybody. Until next time, AF5! AF5!